Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, and welcome to this podcast episode where I'm going to be talking about ego fantasy. Now, I mentioned this in one of my recent podcast episodes, this concept of ego fantasy, and I shared about a post about it on my Instagram last week. And I asked you guys, would you like me to actually create a whole podcast episode talking about ego fantasy? How do I identify it? what to do about it so you don't get caught in this trap because it's very alluring and to also share my experiences with ego fantasy and how it has at times sabotaged me and tripped me up, you know, and it is this sneaky little thing that I don't see anyone else ever really talking about, but it's this sneaky thing that you can feel like you're doing your visioning work with, um, or you, you know, you can feel like you're kind of doing manifesting when really what you've done is go into ego fantasy and you're in your ego, which means you're in your sense of limitation. You're in your beliefs. You're going to play out your belief patterns and cycles, which are inherent limiting. It's not the place you want to be. It's not the place to be if you are a creator and you want to create the life that you love and live from your potential. You don't want to be in your ego. So that's what we're going to be diving in into, uh, diving into in today's episode. And I just had to share, I am recording this podcast. Of course, I'm recording it with audio, but this is my first time doing a video recording for the podcast. So right now I'm actually looking into my new video camera and recording this on video. So you might have, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you might have heard me mentioned, I tried recording a couple with my phone. It really didn't work out well. I found that it totally messed with my flow, but I, you know, I wanted to be able to share snippets of this podcast further than just on here or, you know, be able to create some reels out of them. Um, so that I can share more of this content in more ways with you guys. And so it just became obvious to, for me to get a good camera and record, film myself as I record these episodes. And then I can put the entire episode up on YouTube and I can also chop up little pieces so you can get little nuggets every now and again on platforms like Instagram and TikTok, which I have said that I will start my TikTok this week. So I'm going to be on TikTok by the time that you listen to this. And yeah, I'll be able to share 
little pieces from the podcast with you on those places, which I'm really excited about. So I'm looking into my camera. I just bought it a couple of weeks ago when I was in Melbourne and it wasn't actually the one I wanted to buy initially, but it was the only one that would record of a mirrorless still frame camera that would record past 30 minutes continuous. So I've gone with this one. And I actually think it's looking really awesome. So I'm really excited to share this with you. Also, before I get into the meat of the episode, I wanted to say a massive shout out to Amber. So Amber is a listener who came up to me when I was just in Melbourne recently at Steph Freeman's art exhibition opening night. And she came up and said hi and just told me that she listened to the podcast and loved it and that it's helped her a lot. And so Amber, I just wanted to give you a shout out and thanks for coming up and sharing that with me. It always, it's always awesome to hear how my content is received. It's like that for any content creator. Um, so, you know, when any, anyone ever takes the time to come and tell you, it's just very rewarding. It's awesome. I love it. Okay. So let's get to talking about ego fantasy. Now, this is a term I've made up <laughs> that I just think is very apt for what it is. So there's this thing, um, I'm going to start by saying what it is that we do that's that's not helpful, that takes us into ego fantasy. So often what happens when we're visioning the future or we're, you know, visioning our goals or we're thinking about the things, yes, this is what I want to create. We can start off in a very heart-based place But what can happen is we can get diverted into an ego fantasy, which is basically where your ego hijacks your vision and it goes, ah, this is how I'm going to get complete. This is how I'm going to fix myself. This is how I'm going to um, have all of my problems solved, right? So I'm just going to go through just briefly, you know, in the work that I use and teach, we look at these two aspects of ourself, our ego aspect, which is our, um, our more limited self, the part of ourselves that's orientated towards survival and our creative aspect or our pure creative spirit, our higher self, our soul, right? So when we're creating, if we're creating from our ego, if that's where our focus and attention is, we are going to be creating from our limitation and from our patterns and from our beliefs, which are inherently limited rather than the true, the truth of the moment and the true possibility of the moment, which is what we're creating from when we're in our creator self or you know, that's where our focus and, our, and attention is. And we can always switch where that is. So when you're wanting to create or manifest the outcomes that you desire in your life, create your, your dream life, you know, design your own reality, however you might come at it. What we're wanting to do is we're wanting to create what we love, what is true to us from our hearts, what our pure creative spirit just yearns to express and experience in this world. But then we have our ego over here who 
basically just wants safety and survival. And inherent in our ego is a sense of incompleteness, a sense of lack. So I have been through before in one of my other podcast episodes, the 12 fundamental beliefs. So you're in your ego, you have these inherent sense uh, senses, I want to say, because you can have multiple of them, of being incomplete. So it could be that I'm not worthy, I don't belong, I'm not good enough, I'm not safe, you know, all of these things where I'm not complete now and I need that thing in order to be whole is essentially what's going on. So I need worthy because I'm I feel unworthy. I need good enough because I feel like I'm not enough. I need security because I feel insecure or unsafe, right? So that's that's our ego's mission and our our ego's mission is always completing itself. It's always, always, how can I complete myself? Basically, how can I fix myself? Which you never can. That is just a experience and sensation that is inherent to ego. And maybe your ego will feel momentarily at times like, I'm complete, I'm worthy, I'm I'm secure, everything's okay. But then it's constantly going to be looking for threats again and it constantly finds ways again in which you're unworthy or you're not safe, you're not secure. You know, it's an illusion. It's like a mirage. (laughs) It's literally like a mirage. You see it down the road and you're like, oh, there. When I just get, when I just get there, then it's all going to be okay. But it's an illusion. It doesn't work that way. Uh, just as an example, you know, so we always experience this. We're always going to have our ego want seeking to complete itself. So I was just noticing for myself this week, you know, that I have, I've set up my business now so that I have, um, a lot of income booked and, and secured ahead of time, you know, like 12 months ahead of time. And, what I was noticing was how my ego was still focusing on this sense of incompleteness. Well, what are we going to do then? There's, there's going to be no one, you know, that wants to sign up for your things or join your things or work with you then, you know, when that's, that's not relevant right now. And at one point, that was to my ego, oh, it'll be really secure then. So I, I don't know if that was a very clear example, but you know, it's like people classically wanting to earn more money, earning more money, it's not enough, or wanting to accumulate more money, accumulating more money, it's not enough. Wanting the relationship to complete themselves, they get the relationship, they still don't feel complete, they still don't feel whole. That is all coming from your ego. Okay, so I've given us a very, very big grounding in that before going into ego fantasy. So what ego fantasy is, is when you have a vision, say, for example, you want, you know, to to grow a beautiful business, um, delivering a, a product you've created that you can see would benefit the environment and benefit people's lives. Okay, let's just use that as an example. And so, so you have a true vision there of something you would love to create. And then your ego fantasy is when your ego goes, oh my God, and we can make so much money from this. And, you know, 
be so secure and never have to worry and think about money again. And oh my God, it'll be so relaxing. And all these people, you know, you'll be successful and worthy and people will see that you've got value and you'll have this importance, you know, because of what you've created and all these people are going to celebrate you, um, you know, and have you on panels and interviews because you've just done such an amazing thing and people, people recognize that, you know, and so your ego starts making this big ass fantasy out of what was a you know, a a true vision from your heart to create something, but your ego has made it about, this is how I'm going to get success. This is how I'm going to get security. This is how I'm going to get approval. This is how I'm going to get love. This is how I'm going to get belonging. Could be any of or multiple of those things, right? Just all depending on which of the 12 fundamental beliefs are the really big ones for you that your ego is really seeking. So that's what ego fantasy is. And, you know, I actually, how long ago would have this been? Maybe about four years ago, I used to do Joe Dispenza meditations and I, I love Joe Dispenza's work. I, and I think a lot of his meditations are really great. I haven't done one of his week long retreats, so I can't speak to them, but I used to do Um, some of his meditations. And one of them that I used to do was the tuning into new potentials. And I would tune into this new potential of earning 10K months. I think that was one of mine because you would have two. It was something like that. And, you know, and I made the mind movie that he recommends as well with all these images of things you'd like to create in your future. And you know, I, I did this for a while and at some point it just didn't feel right to me anymore because I realized I'm not being in the now, like I'm not being present and I'm actually getting anxiety from this and I, and I feel worse and worse. And so what, what I realized was Well, what I realized was there are meditations that are about coming into presence and there are meditations that are maybe going to the future. But what I realized was I was actually just in my ego doing those meditations and they were never actually going to work out for me in terms of creating from infinite possibility while the desire, the outcome I was trying to manifest was completely driven by my ego and completely driven by my sense of incompleteness. And so this happens a lot in visioning work. You know, this has been big part of whenever I did visioning stuff until I realized this and I understood it. And I see people doing this all the time when they do visioning work is what they're actually focusing on and visioning is from their ego and trying to complete themselves. And that is not going to connect you with the quantum field of infinite possibility and potential. It's not going to connect you with your higher self. It's not actually going to shift your state and energy to a higher vibration. It's actually going to keep you locked in survival because it's coming from survival. And so when you're doing meditations like that, or you're doing visualizations like that, Um, from that place, or, you know, maybe you've created a mind movie. There's this sense of you're escaping your current reality, which you don't think is okay. And going to this place where that you've built for yourself, this image of, oh, it'll all be okay 
when I have this and you're actually just grounding yourself deeper and deeper into your ego to your and into your patterns and into your beliefs. And it's the most unhelpful thing you can be doing. So when we're looking at our ego and how our ego can divert our focus and sabotage us, there's these two sides that I think are really powerful or empowering to look at. One of them is the self-doubt, unworthiness, your ego doesn't think you deserve it. It's trying to, you know, doesn't think you're good enough, all of that kind of thing. And we need to address that. Yes. And we also need to be aware of when our ego is driving our desire and driving our vision and hijacking it into an ego fantasy. And so what you'll find with this ego fantasy is it feels so good. Oh my God, it feels so good to imagine your ego fantasy. Like, oh, just amazing. And it's really high emotions. You'll notice it's very charged and, you know, it just, it feels incredible. Right. And so whenever you're getting like a super high feeling off it, that can be an indicator to look at, am I going into my ego fantasy? Am I going into perceiving that this is going to complete me? How would I feel if this didn't happen? You know, there's some good questions to ask. So what do we want to do instead? What's, what's like, okay, that's what's, um, unhelpful, not useful, and potentially actually quite disempowering. So what's the opposite? What, or what's, what, what is the empowering version then? And that is to simply let go of that, you know, elaborately fabricated seductive vision and to just actually be in the true end result, the true end result, what it's really about. What is this vision really about that you would love to create? What's the heart of it really about? The heart of it is not really about success, security, belonging, approval, perfection, having power. Um, I'm just trying to think of some other examples from the fundamental beliefs having safety, you know, all of those things are not what it's truly about, right? You've, so there's this art of connecting with your heart <laughs> um, and, and connecting with what's my true end result? What is this truly about? And, that, and what your true end result is, is what you would love for its own sake, not because it's going to get you something else like Oh, it's going to get me success, security, um, status, approval, love, all of those kinds of things. So, and just be in that. And sometimes it can feel like a bit of a deflation. And, you know, I'm not taking away from the fact that sometimes when you're in your true heart, heart vision, that it won't feel incredible and you won't have, you know, um, really just high feeling experiences that can act that can absolutely be true, but it's usually a lot more subtle and grounded. And, you, and I feel like you can start to get a sense of what it feels like in your body. There's generally this greater openness. There's generally a greater sense of 
just appreciation and appreciation for where you are now and everything that you have now. Um, And when we're in our ego fantasy, there's more of a sense of just a heightened emotional state and not, not having appreciation for where you are now, not loving where you are now. So that's it. That, that is the antidote is to connect with your heart. And so what I've experienced sometimes as I started to notice this and explore this for myself, and it's definitely something that I still remain aware of, is that, yeah, sometimes you don't want to let go of the ego fantasy. Sometimes it's like, oh no, but the promise of that feels so good. Um, And it is like this surrendering and it almost feels like a de-armoring, like a letting go of of a, a front you're having up or an armor you're putting up and just being who you are right now and in love with the true end result of, of what you'd love to create, but also feeling fine if that didn't happen. You know, like that's okay too, because it's just about living what you love. Hopefully I'm not repeating myself too much. Uh, so an example that I want to give, cause I want to give you a couple of examples from my experience to help this land for you. One of them is, uh, that so when I started to notice this was happening for me, or when I noticed this was occurring, and I was like, hold up, am I going into something that's totally unhelpful? So I would notice sometimes when I would have spare time or at night before I'm going to bed, I would think, oh, maybe I should connect with my vision. Like there's kind of this urgency of I need to consciously connect with my vision to, I don't know, send energy to it. And when I would try to spend time connected to my vision, I would often be going into my ego fantasy and what my ego thought I would be getting out of this, right? So that's one example of when I noticed it would happen. And I would, what I started doing and what I still do is that I I get myself to stop. If I notice that I'm doing that, it's funny because I, I swear to God, it sounds so opposite to what you're ever taught by other people, which would be that being in your vision is awesome. But I would literally stop myself and go, you know what? That's actually putting me in my ego, even though it feels like I'm just reveling for a bit in my vision. I'm not like, I'm kidding myself. That's not what's happening here. I would also find that my ego fantasy would take hold whenever, um, whenever things would start going really well for me in my business, when I would start having traction and, you know, things manifesting in in the direction that I desired, this is what would happen is my ego would go, awesome. We are going to get all the success that we want. We are going to get all the security that we want. Look what's happening. Look at all these possibilities. And then it would start trying to control, trying to plan. I would start over planning everything and trying to control everything that was happening. And I would just get more and more stuck and rigid and all that flow that I was having would stop. It would literally stop. And I, and then, so here's the thing, here is like the real thing is if you let yourself be invested in an ego fantasy, you are invested in that outcome. So then when that, 
doesn't look like that's happening um, or it's not happening on your timeline or you start to experience fear that it's not going to happen, then you're going to lose your center and come crashing down because you were invested in becoming whole and complete through whatever it was that you were um, perceiving was going to give you that. So then when you don't get that, you feel like it's not okay. Things aren't okay. Oh my God, I'm, you know, I'm such a failure. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. So this is what I used to experience as an oscillating pattern all the time. Well, when I say all the time, like it actually did pan out over quite a span of time, but it was a repeating pattern. So I would totally, what would happen is I, yeah, I would start having some flow and some traction and things would be working out. It'd be great. My ego would hijack it, start to try to control it, start to try to force the outcomes or control the outcomes then it wouldn't be working out the way I wanted or I would perceive it wasn't and I would go into contraction and fear and, oh my God, this isn't working. No one wants me. I'm not good enough. And I would just contract and be in all this fear and self-sabotage. And then I would be like, I would reach a point where I would go, oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Maybe I am a failure. Maybe, uh, you know, this will never turn out the way that I want, but, you know, whatever. And then from that place of actually having surrendered, I would get a, I would get a new idea or a new inspiration. And I would think, Oh, I'm just going to try that. That'll, you know, that that's something that, you know, I would have this humbling experience of, I'm just going to, just going to take this next step. And then guess what? Things would start to flow. Things would start to work out. And then the more that things worked out and flowed, the more my ego would jump on and go, oh, we could have this, you know, many people sign up for this or this, you know, outcome. And the cycle would continue. Um, And had I just kept letting go of the egoic fantasy and go, no, you know what? I'm just going to take the next step. I'm not going to project forward. I'm not going to fantasize about how, you know, how many people this or how much money this. I'm just going to let it go um, and focus on serving my people, creating this thing. I wouldn't have experienced the big contractions and then, you know, expansions and contractions, you know, had I done that, had I been aware of that, which I'm now aware of. I, so another way that I used to do it was like projecting all these different income scenarios going forward. And it's the same thing. It's just like your ego is just getting off on all these potential outcomes rather than keeping focused on what it is that you're truly creating. So your ego is attached to the certain outcome happening because it feels like you won't be okay if it doesn't. So then when it's not looking like it is or it doesn't come turn out the way you expect, it's this huge hit, you know, and it um, it can really derail you because you've invested in um, a certain outcome. So it's just about starting to get the feel for it. Now that I've explained that, starting to get a feel for you know, when that is ego fantasy coming up or when it is your true vision. And you can just ask yourself, what am am I making this really about? What is it that's making me feel really good about this? How would I feel if this didn't 
eventuate in the way I desired. So actually I want to share with you one more example that I wrote down uh, because I had said in that Instagram post where a lot of you replied saying you would love an episode on this that I would share experiences. So another one was, oh my God, biggest ego trip of my life was this one time that I was running the Wealth Worthy Journey, a previous money course of mine. So I'd run it a couple of times and I was running it again and I, you know, I invested in someone to set up a funnel for me to run ads. I was just like, I'm just going to go all in. I had put up the price. I had a collaboration with someone else um, who was having very rapid success in and traction in their business. Um, so to run a workshop with them and present it to their audience and just all of these things, right, that I had never tried before. Let's just say that. I had never tried any of these things before, but I just had this fixation on, oh, there's going to be, you know, like I would love, how amazing would it be if 50 people joined the program that, you know, that would be this much money. And it wasn't even just the money. It was like, it was totally the whole success, make it break through this point. You know, people want me, people are um, joining my program. And I had this total ego, ego fantasy going on about it. And so, you know, I'm doing all the general normal things, journaling about my, my goal or my vision. How am I going to feel when I um, have it, all of those kinds of things, but it's all an ego trip. None of it's coming from my heart or my pure creative spirit. And I had never tried any of those things before. So to fixate on a certainty of a result was just the really wrong way to go about it, right? Um, just on so many levels. So I uh, did launch. I ran the class with the person, ran these ads, did all these webinars. I think I did like three webinars and I maybe, I can't remember if I did all the same one or if I even did like different webinars, you know, like, oh my God, just not anyone, not, not something that anyone at my stage of business should be doing that would be helpful. I even right now, I wouldn't run multiple different classes before a course that I'm running. Like that's just, that's just, you know, ridiculous. That's what someone who's done many, many launches and has a big team and has all their assets created, like that's something that that they might want to try as a part of their launch strategy. So anyway, I did all of this and then, oh my God, I had one person sign up after the first webinar and then ask for a refund literally the next morning because they were like, actually, I don't have the money. I can't do it. I want a refund, which actually wasn't part of the refund policy. It was a satisfaction guarantee. But anyway, um, I didn't have that actually clearly written. So I gave them a refund and then just the panic set in, right? So here, I hope this is an illustrating point. The panic set in. So the panic set in because I didn't, I didn't, I was now terrified. I wasn't get going to get what I wanted rather than staying in my heart and staying in, well, you know what? I am just here to serve people in this course and I'm just going to keep sharing about it for the next few weeks and sharing how I can help people. And, you know, whoever wants, wants to come along for that journey, that's fantastic. That's amazing. And that's one person, 
great. I'm here to help them. If it's 20 people, great. I'm here to help them. But because I had invested in a certain outcome and believed that that was going to, you know, unconsciously believing that's going to give me a sense of incompleteness. And now I've had one rejection and I didn't have any other signups. I'm suddenly like, oh my God, I'm triggered as fuck into my ego because I've invested in my ego, the outcome my ego desires. So yeah, then it was just like literally one of the most painful experiences of my life was the first few weeks of that launch actually was. I don't think I've ever felt so, so bad about myself and so unworthy and not belonging and like I'm never going to be okay and my life is never going to be okay and I'm going to be in a horrible dark tunnel of struggle forever. Like I just never to that extent have ever felt that because I placed so much on this, as you you can see now from me explaining it, I I placed my entire worth, my entire sense of having any shred of success in my life was placed onto this because I let myself be in an ego fantasy through the entire lead up to it. I was not in the true vision of it. I mean, I've I'm sure I was at times, but I didn't know the difference between the two. And so I didn't know how to keep coming back to my heart and neutralizing my ego. And I got out of it in the end, luckily in the last week. And I got a coach actually to help me. And that helped me connect back to what I was really doing. And, um, and then in that last week, get a whole bunch of people into the course or have a whole bunch of people decide to join the course and and offer it to them and share it with them. But I was so in my shit before that, right? And actually then the next time I launched the course, somehow the lesson internalized and I had one pang at the beginning of like unworthiness, no one's going to want me. And then I just switched out of it and I made all of it about the true end result. What am I, what is this course truly about? And, you know, it's about helping people become empowered in this area of their life and create change um, and have expansion and freedom. And I just made that my entire focus. And so for most of the launch, I I didn't, or I had, yeah, maybe like one or two people signed up. And I just didn't let that mean anything about me. And I stayed completely in what this was about. Um, and I, it felt amazing. So the whole launch felt amazing. And I had a whole bunch of people sign up at the end. And it was because I just fully stayed in the end result the entire time, rather than the the previous times I had launched I had always got triggered at some point, which would cause a massive contraction. And I just literally couldn't promote anything when I would get contracted like that. I would just go into a total freeze. So that's an example of it playing out. So I hope that example helps it kind of even land a little bit more for you. And as I've mentioned, this is something to just explore for yourself and just get the sense of it. You know, it's something you get the sense of where am I coming from? That's, that's what it's a hundred percent down to. Am I coming from my ego right now or am I coming from my heart and what I would truly love? 
So you want to, you know, you want to kind of have that discernment. So you might like to reflect on a couple of things that you just would really love to create in your life right now and ask yourself, is this, you know, am I coming from my heart with this or am I slipping into some ego fantasy? And if you ever feel bad about the thing, um, you're probably slipping into ego fantasy or if you feel bad about where you are right now, but amazing about the vision, that's also a sign it could be ego fantasy, but they're not hard and fast rules because if you're really in it and you, um, you know, you feel you're not being confronted yet with the fact that it might not happen, you can still feel great about where you are because you're like, yeah, see, because I'm just about to get this thing, but you'll get the sense of it. You'll get the feeling of it. And I invite you to ju- to tune in and just set the intention to be aware, to be aware of what's my ego fantasy and what's my true vision. So I really wanted to create this episode to share that. I think I think it's a significant thing to be aware of when you do want to create from your potential and you want to avoid getting D the fuck railed uh, when things aren't going your way because you're only getting derailed because your ego feels threatened. So I hope this episode has been valuable for you. If you want to dive deeper into the world of of all this stuff, understanding your ego and the things that do come up in your ego and connecting with your heart and your intuition, I highly recommend that you check out my course, Superconscious Creatress. I'm going to be running it next later in the year, probably around probably around October, um, possibly September, but I think October, uh, which is a few months away, but you can get on the wait list now if you want to make sure that you get notified when that does come around um, so that you can check it out. And when you sign up for the wait list, you can actually read everything about the program. Um, So you can see if that's something that you might want to be looking at doing with me later this year. And other than that, I am sending you lots of love. If you did enjoy this episode or if you know someone in your life that you think would benefit from it, I'd love to invite you to share it, Um, share it with someone that you think would also resonate and get some value from it. And I am going to see you in the next episode. Lots of love. 